I know. Uh, no, I'm still myself, which is is great. I know is um, I don't know if that's great news to uh, everyone, but I made it. Well, it could go uh, either way. Sure. I know, I know, but I, yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I, it was a, it was a crazy time, and you were quick to check on me. I kept a long list. Who, who checked on me? And Ian, you were right there at the top. You and were right and there. what about the guys who didn't? Yeah, I'm, I don't mention them. I don't mention them. I keep that very private. I hold it close to my heart, though, my dark yeah. heart. No, no, you always yep. focus. Try to focus on all the positivity. So anybody who didn't reach out, we won't. Uh, we won't mention their name, but man, I I love seeing you on the NFL Network. You and Garofolo, uh, you're. I mean, are you? Do you ever step away? Like right now, are you on the TV set? Are you in makeup as you talk to us uh, at this uh, very moment? Yeah, I mean, I missed your first call because I was literally talking, and I answered your second call, uh, and then didn't say anything for 15 seconds while I waited myself for myself to get off the air. Uh, it never stops. It's always <laughs> kind of a juggling act, but you know, that's kind of why we like it. I like it, and uh, we're getting closer and closer. Uh, and and this your your report yesterday on Justin Fields, man, that thing that thing caught like wildfire. And then I thought you did some really good reporting in in kind of laying that out. Okay, this is what it is. He may be able to grow out of this. Uh, as a guy who had to encounter spine surgeons and brain surgeons and all that kind of recent, all that stuff recently, this is it can be scary. Those seizures, epilepsy. I, I yeah. you know what did teams. You were hearing this, and, and you, when teams started to hear about this, and they made them aware, what do you what do you think was that initial? I, I guess when you hear that, uh, Ian, everybody kind of reaches out to their medical folks. Hey, guys, what does this mean? Yeah. My initial thought was, man, for epilepsy, uh, getting hits to the head and these collisions that can't be great for something like that. But you did, you did, you know, additional reporting talked about how guys sort of and people in his own family have grown out of this. Do you think this impacts where he gets taken in this draft, or is this just more information that teams need to process? I think it's more information that teams need to process. And, you know, I haven't had anyone tell me that he's off the board, that they're not going to take him. I think it's more just something they need to be aware of, need to make sure he has a plan, need to make sure, um, you know, he's taking his medicine, which he is. And, yeah, I mean, there is certainly a possibility that he goes out of it. His family members, several family members have. And that's why, you know, this became public yesterday. It was kind of a big deal. For Fields, I think it was not a big deal because he's lived with it, and I don't really get the sense it's been a secret. It's just been one of those things that is not really talked about publicly, Um you know, to me, it's sort of like everything gets out draft-wise, so we're going to put it out. you got to make sure that everyone's on board with it. you got to make sure to have all the facts, all the background, and I think that's what we did. Um, teams are looking into it, but I haven't had anyone say, you know, this is alarming enough to where we wouldn't take him. Yeah, I just find it fascinating, uh, you know, the things that people sort of overcome because, listen, he was already a lightning rod, and we've got back and forth, isn't it? amazing you know you got one crew say well he can't get to his second read and then somebody comes back and says no 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 he gets to his second read mac jones has trouble getting to his second read i mean this is that time of year where it's like we we start hearing all these different narratives and it's it's sort of hard to i mean i think that's part of what you have to deal with and what i've been you know having to deal with for a long time is especially covering the cowboys i mean they are a misinformation they're specialists at it 
And I mean, I, you know, I, I, I once had the right guy like Tyron Smith and backed off of it like the day before. I was like, because they were, I was too hot. You know, and they're like, no, 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 we don't like him. We don't want Tyron Smith. Well, I backed off of it. So you, you, have, to, you have to cut through a lot of stuff this time of year. Yeah, and I think what, what I hope helps people, you know, be honest with me as much as they can. And, uh, you know, I'm not going to pretend that I'm a, you know, truth serum over here because it is draft time and there's a lot of misinformation. But what I've found is it's more misinformation by not mentioning something than it is misinformation by straight up line, you know? Like, we'll see. I mean, I take great notes every year. We'll see who lies to me. There's one which I'm not going to mention now, but there's one where I have a team tell me, we think this guy is terrible. And a lot of people think they're a team that could trade up for, for someone. And I'm prepared to go on NFL Network on draft night and say, let's see who lied to me. Because that I think is going to be, that I think is going to be really, really interesting. Where you talked about the Tyron Smith thing, you can kind of talk yourself in and out of something. Like I was convinced mm-hmm. Mac Jones at three, then I was like, wait, maybe it's Trey Lance, and now I'm kind of like, no, 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 it's Mac Jones. So I think that's what this process does, and there's just so much time to go through everything, you know. Yeah, and it's just like when a team falls in love with someone, like you know, it seems like the 49ers have with Mac Jones. We just sort of lock into it. Uh, boy, you know that Bama program uh, better than most, and 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 it, you you've watched them closely. I mean, do you? What is your feeling like? If you these five quarterbacks, if you had to say, let's say Trevor, let's throw him out and say Trevor's the most lock pick because he's going to go number one overall, mm-hmm. and he's you know he's one of the greatest prospects apparently in the last twenty years of the next four. I mean, well, it's like uh, Mac. Let me, let me yeah. stop right there because I think that's one thing that's kind of fascinating too is. Um, I came into this process thinking that was true, that Trevor's one of the best prospects in the last 20 years. And I haven't quite gotten that from the people that I trust who've done everything on him. You know, like, yes, he's going number one, and I don't at all want to make it seem like he's not going number one, but this is not Andrew Luck is a common refrain. Like, I think there's going to have to be some, you know, sort of even-keeledness about evaluating Trevor Lawrence because – you know, he may not be the generational prospect that many people thought, even though he's very good. Yeah, that's fascinating. Uh, and uh, with that hair, too. I thought you had a tweet earlier today. Were you, were you commenting on uh, another player's hair? Was that the uh, – was that does Zach yeah. Wilson have some nice hair as yeah. well? Okay. He, does, he certainly does. Um, I mean, really great hair. You know, I think part of the problem is that Pelissero, my colleague, called him you know, said he looks like he's in a boy band, which I think is, which I think is a compliment, but honestly, who knows? Um, and I was mentioning that, yeah, I mean, his, you know, it's, it's really interesting because, you know, he really does, uh, he really does have a fantastic head of hair. And I think Sam Darnold had great hair. Josh McCown, he was the backup. He also had great hair. Didn't have a lot of success, though. I thought Herbert has, like, the, maybe the best. Because the, the long hair is a little bit freaky. It's a little bit uh, Woodstockish uh, that Lawrence has. I thought Herbert's probably, and I called this before he was drafted, before he became a great player for the Chargers. I thought that was wonderful. And I wish you could see me right now. I've kind of grown my hair out a little bit. Talking to uh, no, I'm glad uh, Ian I Ratton. <laughs> I'd like to. I'm going to just text you a little selfie of it. Uh, I think you'll enjoy that. Yeah, Ian yeah. Rappaport. Yeah. Uh, 
at Rap Sheet. You can follow him on Twitter. And the man just he stepped off a TV set just to spend a few moments with the Matt Mosley Show with Stephen Simcox on ESPN Central Texas. Are you buying any of this love affair with the uh, Florida tight end, with Pitts uh, and, and Jerry Jones? I mean, we you spent time in Dallas. Um, uh, we've both spent a lot of time around that team. He, he's really being public with this. Now the Cowboys are posting, like, virtual visits. Oh, here's Jerry talking to talking to the Florida tight end. And, and it's almost a little too public. And so when you think of the Cowboys right there at 10, first of all, is there any way the tight end drops that far? And, and, no. and what's your gut telling you about what the Cowboys are thinking there? Yeah, I mean, to me, I don't think he dropped that far. Uh Actually, not even close, if I had to guess. Yeah, I mean, the Cowboys Cowboys love him. Uh, a lot of people love him. A lot of people love him. Um, you know, I would say it's not surprising to me the Cowboys think he's great. Everybody thinks he's great. If Trevor Lawrence didn't exist, he would, you know, probably for a lot of people, be the number one prospect regardless of position. I don't really know why. I'm not trying to disparage anyone, but I don't really know why this became a story. I mean, everybody loves him. So, like, the fact that Jerry loves him, like, yeah. okay, well, so does everybody else. You know, it's like, source, team loves top prospects. Like, well, <laughs> yeah, that's literally why they're the top prospects. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a fair point. And, and I have known folks to, uh, to tweet out things that they think will fire folks up and, and, and maybe even cause a lot of debate and, and uh, create some television, okay? I've heard rumors of people doing that. It is Ian Rappaport. Yeah, I, I've, I've heard the same. Go ahead. <laughs> At Rap Sheet, you can follow him and see all his draft coverage. Okay, who is the um, – if you – you're X Factor. We always love to see – I was there the year Rodgers started falling. And, I mean, you know, they took him out of the green room. You remember Gino? Gino started falling. Falling. They had to get him up to the the president. You know, the uh, the, the commissioner's box. Get him out of there. This this is a, another kind of virtual type thing that's happening. Cleveland, all that kind of stuff. Wh- who, in your mind, is that huge X factor that could drop? You know, fifteen spots lower than we think, or could go top five. Is it Fields, or is there somebody else that you're thinking? could be that that kind of name that shocks us by how far he drops. I would say it's Trey Lance. Um, and I don't know mm. that he's going to drop. I mean, he could go mm. three, could go four. But if it's not three or four, then I think four, five, six, I'll probably pick. Seven, maybe someone comes up for field. And then it's like, when do we start talking about someone coming up for Trey Lance? When? Because um, that's what I think it's going to be. I mean, if he falls, someone's going to come up for him. I'm just, I don't know who. Um, and I think that's going to be really interesting to see if he falls. Where does he fall to, and where does somebody leap up to and take him? Well, that's that's fascinating to me because would you say Trey Lance? I seems like people have compared him to Dak a little bit. High, high character guy. Um, it's it's hard to know. You know, some of that competition he's had hasn't been great. I think in the one game they basically played for him this year, he was like 50% completion rate, looked a little tight, all that kind of stuff. Is This this may be – I guess he and Zach uh, are both guys that we just don't quite – while they're intriguing, I, I don't – I mean, 
Like, it's hard to say, okay, Wilson is going to be a hit. And part of that is because where we think he's going. That plays a big role in it. But is that fair? I'm going different directions here. But is Lance, you think that's a Dak-type comparison? Is that a good comparison? What are you hearing on him as far as who people sort of compare him to? I think it's kind of unfair to Dak, honestly. I mean, Dak Prescott played at Mississippi State, did not have the best talent around him, played the hardest schedule in the country, in the best football conference in the country, led his team to a number one ranking at Mississippi State, and probably played the quarterback position as well as anyone has in the SEC in some time. Again, with a team that was not the most talented. Now, he still went in the fourth round, and obviously everybody was, I could think we could say, extremely dead wrong on that. Yeah. Um, that I mean, if you look back, like, he had as good a resume as anyone. Longtime starter, very high character, took his team to great heights against the best conference in football. And I don't know what the hell everybody felt was wrong with him, but uh, with Trey Lance, it's, it's much more of a projection. Bad competition, extremely talented, um, and he played one game this year and didn't play well. Now, some people believe he's a multi-year pro bowler, but if you do, that's a projection. Um, so I don't know. I mean, it's, you know, I have no earthly idea what Trey Lance is going to be as a pro, and neither does anybody else. Um, but that's definitely the biggest boomer bust in the draft. All right. Uh, I, I'm glad you said that about Dak. You really put me in my place. I do remember, by the way, a certain ESPN analyst, just Dak. Dak's not going to make it. Dak's not going to make it. And you know what's funny is years later when they do make it, those people that have those opinions, they they sort of they, – you never hear those again, you know. But, uh, of course not. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and uh, I, I remember thinking that I thought Dak was going to be a really, really good pro. And, you know, and I knew him a little bit when he was in Mississippi State. And we talked to the senior bowl and we sort of stayed in touch. But I thought I was crazy because I'm like, I must be just biased because I like this guy. And I think he's really good. And, of course, I'm the genius and everyone else is wrong. So let's always remember that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, Paxton Lynch, by the way, the Cowboys wanted before him. I mean, they, they had other people in mind, and then he falls to them in the fourth round, and, of course, now they, somehow they look like geniuses. That's the late Wade Wilson, by the way. That's who, we give, that's who we give the most credit on Dak, is a man who went, spent a ton of time with him, and then really, really, he was quarterback's coach for the Cowboys, as you recall, and advocated for him like crazy. So the late, great Wade Wilson, we give him some credit. All right, last thing I have go. for you, uh, Patriots. I mean, you're always kind of, man, that's, I mean, there's a lot of teams you know really well, but I always am like, what's Rappaport saying about the Patriots? Now, they're kind of lurking, doing some interesting things. That was an interesting uh, free agency because they kind of went crazy, went on a little spending spree. And yep. we're, we have a tendency to go everything they do. Well, that's genius. That's good. But even, even people kind of doubted them a little bit. Like, what in the world are they up to? What do you see them doing in this first round? And, and do you think they're, they're in, in that mode of trying to get up there and find them a quarterback. Um, I was intrigued by the, uh, by the spending. I don't know, necessarily know that it was bad. I just know that when you, when you have some talent deficiencies, you sort of, you know, have to, you have to spend. And I think that's okay. Um, you know, I'll be, I, I do think they're investigating all the quarterbacks. Um, I do think that, um, you know, they are a potential team to trade up 
I'm just really curious, like, can they, can the right guy fall to them? Like, will it actually happen? And we'll see. Um, but I know that's a team that's certainly looking into it. All right. All right. Well, listen, I appreciate it. I, I always love the text from you when you say, Mosley, are you being serious? Like, occasionally I've been known to make you some jokes one. on Twitter. You had one where everyone <laughs> talked, thought you were serious. What was it? What was it when last, everyone thought last, you were serious? Last draft day, like Bleacher Report and all these people who uh, aggregate stuff, you know, they, they picked up on one. I, I said something about Jerry Jones. I just said, yeah, I said Jerry has asked the scouts. I thought it was an obvious joke, but people took it as totally serious. I said, Jerry Jones has asked the scouts, the scouting department for the Cowboys not to bother him this evening or something to leave him alone. And I mean, it was worded better than that. I, 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 the people that know me, I think, totally got it. But, yeah, like, services, like, everybody ran with it. And suddenly it's on SI and all these sites. I'm sure you kept it off the NFL network because you know me. But, uh, uh, yeah, but sometimes, like, I think it even involved Matt Rule. I said he's on a plane to Cabo or Mexico. Jerry Jones has asked his scouting department not to disturb him during tonight's draft. 4,000 retweets. What is wrong with you? How many many likes did that get, sir? I mean, I don't like to to look at things like that. Did that get a few likes? I don't. I really don't. 16,000. Oh, 16,000 likes. Okay. I guess that's that's like a typical one for me. We'll see. I've got a couple jokes up my sleeve for this draft. Um, Listen, always fun to catch up with you. All right? And uh, if we can help you. Uh, locally in Central Texas, Dallas, let us know, okay? If Slater ever fails you, you know Mosley's yep. here. Hey, I'm just glad you're alive, man. Let's just let's just celebrate that, all right? All right, celebrate life. There he goes. Uh, Ian, thank you, buddy. Good talking to you.